Blog Talk Radio. It's time now for the Conqueror's Cafe Show. Your hour of empowerment and inspiration with your host, Twyla Reed, author of Broken Wings. Here we encourage you to spread your broken wings and keep soaring by the power of God as you transform your tragedies into empowering moments. Thank you for joining us today. We are here every Sunday night at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have a very special guest today that's here to share their testimony of hope and healing with us all. So don't move because you are definitely in for a treat today here on the Conqueror's Cafe. Good evening, good evening, good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Conqueror's Cafe. I'm your host, Twyla Reed. I'm also known as your Tragedy to Strategy Mentor. Happy Sunday. What an awesome day it is to just give God thanks and just give God praise for just being God all by himself. It's a rainy day here in Savannah, Georgia, but nonetheless, it is still a time and a, a, a great opportunity to just tell God thank you for just being who he is. I am also uh, the author of Broken Wings, which is a true story of a mother's unwavering love for her son in the aftermath of a horrific car accident, which left him in a coma, paralyzed, and with a severe traumatic brain injury. That mother and son is my son and I, and this book is our journey through his recovery. It is our testimony of hoping, healing, of how we use prayer and perseverance to just overcome the hardships that we endured during that time. I'm also the founder and CEO of Broken Wings Incorporated, a 501c3 nonprofit organization established to provide awareness about traumatic brain injury to communities while providing support, resources, tips, and prevention insights. We educate, empower, and enlighten brain injury survivors, caregivers, and their family members by teaching them how to create the life they desire in spite of the challenges and devastation that accompany head injuries. You provide real-time working strategies to ideal well-being. A few of my books include Affirmations for the Mind, Body, and Soul, which is a guide for survivors of traumatic events. You know, after surviving a tragic event, life can become chaotic. It can become hectic. It can be so overwhelming that you may feel like life is over and that you're just not going to make it. You know, the challenges that you face can become so much, and it really can just push you into isolation. But this is the time that you cannot give up, and it's the time that you cannot give in. It's the time to truly understand the power of your words, because it's through your words where you will find the strength and the will to turn your situation around. Through your words, you will find joy. Through your words, you will find peace and you will realize that you truly possess the power to turn your tragedy into triumph. What do you do when caregivers need caregiving? So many times caregivers never stop to realize the importance of taking care of themselves while taking care of others. Being a caregiver uh, myself for almost 18 years, I was one who always put my knees on the back burner. It didn't matter whether it was self-care or just taking a moment to just just tell myself, hey, you really need to get it together. I had lost myself in the caregiving process. 
And in my book, What Do You Do When Caregivers Need Caregiving, I share techniques and strategies that every caregiver needs to walk away with the peace of mind and the reassurance needed to continue on their caregiving journey. All right, guys, we are going into April, the month of April, quarter of 2019. And my book, my journey, Goal Setting Journal, is exactly what you need. Uh, I tell you, if you have not put those goals together during the first quarter, it is not too late. You can still do that. With, with my journey, Goal Setting Journal, this is a guide that will truly help you to do that. Uh, if your goals are not centered around God's vision and plans for your life, then guess what? The things in your life that you want and expect to change or be different, they won't change or be different. That's why you need to properly lay your goals out and go after them, and this book will teach you just how to do that. Now, I know that some of you have made a commitment during January the new year, okay? And I always like to say that we don't make New Year's resolutions, right? Uh, we make commitments. And this year, your commitment may have been to spend more time in your words. You may have decided to just truly set aside some quality time to work on your personal relationship with God. So for all of you who are searching for a tool to use during your Bible study time, I have what you need, my book, The Word, The Truth, and The Light, Bible Study Notebook. I've discovered that one key difference between reading and studying is really writing down what you hear and absorb. So whether you have no Bible experience or you've studied the Bible for years, this handy Bible study notebook will provide an excellent intro to personal Bible study. I also have a hidden in her prayer journal titled Pray, Believe, Receive. A lot of times we pray and ask God for things, and when he answers them, we don't stop to really reflect and bask in the joy of the moment of him answering our prayers. So there's areas in the Pray, Believe, Receive prayer journal for you to really write down those prayer requests that God has answered so that you can meditate and concentrate and just sit there for a moment and just love on God for him being able to just, you know, answer your prayers and come through. And last, certainly not least, we have our monthly planners. We have our 2019 uh, a data planner. We also have our 2019 non-data planner, and we have a to-do list planner. All books can be ordered from our website, Amazon, or Barnes & Noble. Please visit the website at www twilightready.com to secure your autographed copy today. Again, happy Sunday, guys. We are so elated and just want to welcome you to the show. Uh, I don't know about you, but it's been an amazing day today. Even though the rain is coming down, um, it's still just an awesome day in the Lord. And I just want to thank you guys for joining us. Here on the Conference Cafe, we highlight authors entrepreneurs, as well as survivors of traumatic events who've made it out victorious, and now they're here to share their testimony of hope and healing with the world, to just offer encouragement and inspiration to others, you know, as they're traveling their own personal journey. For today's episode or any of our other episodes, please visit our website at www.conquerorscafe.com. 
We also invite you to like, follow, and share our Facebook page at www.facebook.com Conqueror's Cafe. So if you or someone you know have experienced a tragic event, I invite you to contact me. Let's create the life that you desire in spite of the challenges that you may be facing so that you too can become the strategist of your own destiny. All right, guys, it is time for our scripture reading for the day. And our scripture tonight will be coming from Matthew, the 11th chapter, verse 28, 29, and 30. That's Matthew, the 11th chapter, verses 28 through 30. And we're going to be reading from the NIV version as well as the message. You guys know I love, love, love the message uh, commentary of the Bible. I just love how uh, they really just break down the scripture. Um, So if you uh, are someone who uh, just began your Bible study journey, I really would recommend the message version of the Bible. So here we go, Matthew 11, verses 28 through 30, and it reads, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Now I'm going to be reading from the Message Bible, and it reads, Are you tired and worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me, and you will recover your life. I will show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you will learn to live freely and lightly. You know, we all have troubles in our life, and we have times when things just seem to just go against us. You may be going to the left, to the right, everywhere you look, things are just falling apart. But it's at these times when we are, are really uh, are tested and, and our faith is really tested. But these are the times when we must stay strong. And instead of leaning to our own understanding or turning to man, we must turn to Jesus. And so for a few moments, I just want to talk to you uh, tonight on, on, on taking it to Jesus. Take it to Jesus. And I want you to say that with me. Just Say, I'm going to take it to Jesus. You know, the Bible tells us that there is nothing too hard for God, yet so many people really spend their life running from God or believing that one day, one day that they'll be good enough to approach God and and try to find that relationship. But here we see Jesus, the one who's done great things, the one who's performed miracles, he's raised Lazarus from the dead. I mean, just miracle after miracle, he's proven his authority to offer an invitation to come to him so that he can give us rest. So many people believe in God. They, they know who he is and they know what he's all about. They study the Bible. They can quote scripture after scripture after scripture, but yet 
They only know of him, and they do not know him. But Jesus gives an invitation for us to come. And for those that respond to this request, he says that he will give them rest. Now, we all know that he is no respect of person, so his invitation is to us all. Jesus is speaking to those who are desperately trying to find God, those who thought it was impossible to do so, those who were just worn out in doing so. You see, Jesus doesn't take our yoke without wanting to place his yoke. His yoke is lighter. He says it's less burdensome, but it is a yoke. Jesus wants us to take his yoke up on our shoulders. Now, what do I mean by that? Jesus' yoke is entering to his submission, getting rid of the yoke of the law and replacing it with the yoke of grace. Carrying a burden isn't easy to do, and how many of you can attest to that? But when a burden is placed in love and when a burden is carried in love, it makes even the heaviest burden light and bearable. We all deal with things every single day of our lives. You know, and sometimes people call it life, you know, burdens, trials. Life experience, sickness, heartache, pain, we all want and need Jesus to lighten these loads. Now, Revelation 3 and 20 says, here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. Jesus says, I'm here. Here I am. I'm right here. Come to me. My ways of doing things will give you rest. I promise you it will be much easier. So are you tired? Are you worn out? Come get away with me. Jesus says he will give you rest that's so much better than sleep. He says because he will give you rest for your soul. Amen. So take it to Jesus because he's waiting on you. Amen. I'm going to give a quick shout-out to our sponsors. Broken Wings Incorporated, a 501c3 nonprofit organization designed to provide awareness about traumatic brain injury to communities while providing support, resources, tips, and brain injury prevention insight. So if you're a survivor of a traumatic brain injury or a caregiver, please visit our website for more information at www.brokenwings.org or call 912-335-3799. Sister Sense, for personalized candles and gift baskets for any occasion, please contact Nashari Davenport at 205-514-0866. Shipping is available. Again, contact Nashari Davenport at 205-514-0866 for your custom-made personalized gift baskets and candles. The Birmingham Slayers, if you live in the Birmingham, Alabama area and you're looking for an organization where your child can be a part of a team where together everyone truly achieves more, a place where dance is a part of who they are as they encompass unity like never before, then the Birmingham Slayers is who you need to contact with. Please contact Ms. V at 479-899-2618 for more details. 
And if you have a business or an event that you'd like to have advertised on our show, please contact me at info at twilowee.com for details. We have an amazing, an amazing show lined up for you on this evening. We uh, have a very special guest this evening. She's a published author, and she's also an advocate for so many without voices. She's filled with wisdom to empower, educate, and enlighten you. So I want you all to relax, grab your cup of tea, as we prepare to be blessed by this true anointed vessel. But first, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back, so don't you move. Jesus Christ has set you free. I need all the young people to come on. Let's do this praise together. Come on. I got to hear your singing sensation. Come on, everybody say it.
Jonathan Nelson. Welcome back to the Conqueror's Cafe. I'm your host, Twyla Reed. Again, we have an amazing show lined up for you on tonight. Miss Jacqueline Levy has raised two grown children, one with schizophrenia. She was a paraprofessional in her school system for 14 years, where she worked with severe and profound kids. She also studied early childhood development at her local university. She's been married for 28 years and currently works as a CASA worker. She's published two books, Fighting for My Child, like How to Be an Advocate, and 90 Days of Affirmation and Prayer. She loves God and loves God's people. So without further ado, let's give Miss Jacqueline a warm, warm welcome on this Welcome, Miss Levy. How are you on this evening? I'm doing great, and how are you? And thank you all for that wonderful, awesome welcome. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, thank you. We are so excited to have you on our show with us on this evening. How has your day been going today? My day has been going pretty great. It's, it's going good so far. Amen, amen. Well, again, we are so excited to have you on the show. We're going to go ahead and and start with our interview. And I always want to uh, go and ask our guests, when it comes to writing, I want you to share with our listeners when you first started writing and what really inspired you to do so. Um, that's a kind of easy question in a way. Um, I had never thought about being a writer. I really hadn't. But my story kind of links to your story as a mother. Mm. Yeah. Coming up on with the adversity hitting my family and hitting my life. My daughter at a very young age, my youngest daughter was diagnosed with schizophrenia. Not right away. She wasn't diagnosed right away, but nevertheless, she was diagnosed with schizophrenia. And I began to be an advocate for her. I began to uh, negotiate and navigate through the school system and negotiate and navigate with the health care authorities as well, and that wasn't that easy all the time. Yeah. But what happened was I was talking to uh, my oldest daughter, telling her a lot of things, and uh, she told me one day, she said, Mama, some of the things you're saying are so profound you should write a book. So oh, I heard wow. it that time, and I was uh, taking care of sick people. I do that in my spare time. And one of the, my, my client's uh, daughter, she's a social worker, and she works at school. And her and I had discussed things at the school. Uh, she's not a social worker. I'm sorry, pardon me. She's a counselor. And we just began to discuss certain things that goes on with special aid. I gave her a... Uh, things that happened with my child, and she told me stories of school, things that she dealt with in the school system. And she told me I should write a book. She said, you should write a book. I'll I'll help you. So in the end, I wrote the book, and she edited the book for me. And that was one of the ways I got started with people inspiring me and saying you should do it. And the, the, the biggest thing was, I wanted to help when I was raising my child with schizophrenia. It was like it wasn't anybody to turn. It was like I didn't know anybody with the same problems. So I yeah. wanted to help other 
that's what I really wanted to do. I wanted to help another family that would be in the situation that I was in. I wanted them to see that they can get through it and they will get through it. If that Amen. answers the question. Yes, ma'am, it does. And I want to add to that, you know, you, you said something that our stories are very similar and, and being that uh, I too did not know anything about brain injury. You know, when we had our car accident and my son was uh, diagnosed with severe traumatic brain injury. And so, um, being able to being able to um just go through that situation and and be able to use it for God's glory to be able to help someone else, you know, uh, Miss Jacqueline, I really believe and I can honestly say that I, I believe that is why we we went through that situation. You know, that's why God allowed us to go through that because he knew that we would be able to Help others along the way. He knew that our testimony of hope and healing would be able to inspire others who are going through that. Now, let's talk about your book. In regards to your book, what is the genre of your book and the message behind the book that you're trying to portray to the readers? Well, I have um, two books. My first one was um, is. Uh, Fighting for My Child's Life, that's the name of the book, is uh, How to Be an Advocate for Your Child. I have 12, 11 steps, I believe, I'm thinking. it. I have 11 steps in there. It's not a very long book, but it's 11 or 12 subjects that I went through, and I thought that would be helpful to the parents going through the same things that I would be going through because you know as well as I, if you have a child with autism, it's not going yes. to really be easy to navigate through the school and through the uh, health care field, and you're going to have a lot of problems in the community So I just, and the school system. So I use 12 things. In other words, let me go with one example. You are the best advocate for your child. I took that subject and kind of touched upon it. I took a yes. few subjects and touched upon it to help the parents. And the other book I have was 90 Days of Prayers and Affirmations. With any adversity you have, you have to stay positive. You're going to need prayers, and you're going to have to do daily affirmations. With my situation, while I had to do affirmations and tell myself positive things daily, sometimes minute by minute, I could not waver. I had to stay positive. I had to say prayer, prayer, pray it up. Yes. So uh, you asked me the genre? You asked me the genre of my book? Yes. Okay, the genre is, is self-help. I'm using self-help for uh, women. I shouldn't say women, families. Families going through adversity to save their mental wellness, if that makes sense to you. Yes, I want them to be aware of their. I want them to be aware, while of their mental wellness when they are under severe stress, because you can break yourself if you are not mentally healthy, and if you don't feel mentally healthy. I agree with that, and and if you are a parent of a child with special needs and you're listening, uh, self care is so very important. Uh, you talked about uh, being able to educate yourself to educate others on how to advocate for your child in the school system as well. I tell 
every parent that I know who is a caregiver of a brain injury survivor and that their child is in school, uh, when it comes to IEP meetings, to attend every meeting that the school has, do not allow them to conduct a meeting without you being present. Um, and, and so I, I applaud what you're doing, and I applaud just, uh, you know, your heart for wanting to help those because sometimes they just don't know what to do. There may be a mom or a dad, even if a parent, you know, who, who are going through this that don't know the steps. And so the book that you wrote, Will You Give Steps on How to Do, you know, Certain Things uh, as You Advocate. Advocating is not easy. It is not easy, and, it, and I tell you, it can become very, very stressful. So uh, thank you so much for, for doing this and for writing your books to help others that are going through this. So, Holly, if I can go back to the question you asked me, one of the reasons was, just as you were saying, didn't know all of the rights of my child, and I still don't know all of the rights. I'm still learning. But being that advocate, I wanted parents to know that they had to get out there and seek the right answers. Yes. Seek and you shall find like they say. Yes, that's right. You have to put in the work. You have to be willing to take the time to research and seek and find those things because uh, having a child with special needs or, or, or disabled child, there are rights that they are entitled to. There are programs, there are resources, there are all types of things that your child is entitled to. And so as a matter of fact, as the advocate, as the caregiver, the parent, it's really your responsibility to ensure that your child has those things that they're entitled to. And I feel that um, as a parent or caregiver, if you don't do that, then shame on you because the, the person that you are taking care of may not be able to physically or, or emotionally, mentally uh, uh, have the capacity to, to do those things and research those things on their own. So if their well-being has been placed in your hands, it's imperative uh, for their their livelihood, for their survival, to make sure that you as a caregiver are educated on everything that you need to know about your loved one's condition. So exactly. uh, with, that exactly. being, with that being said, the audience that you write for, uh, would you say it is for parents or caregivers of, of people with, uh, uh, with special needs? I would say it would be for all parents with children with special needs or caregivers or even that new teacher that never had Mm -hmm. a a special needs child. Because, you know, I worked in the school system for 14 years with severe and profound kids. And sometimes a new Mm -hmm. teacher is just thrust upon a job with a a student with a severe disability mentally or physically or even mm-hmm. severe challenging behaviors and they really are lost as well and they need that support so the, um, my books are geared for them as well and I think that is great that you mentioned that because um, I think uh, educators need to be educated on how to properly properly that's the word that's the key word there properly interact and, and be able to uh, help children with special needs because uh, it, 
so, like you said, some of them are just put in that position. They've never dealt with or had hands-on, one-on-one experience with disabled children, and they are lost, and in, in, in the end, the child suffers. Um, right. I, I dealt with a lot of that as well with my son going through the school system. So uh, it's important. I'm glad you brought that up. It's important. Uh, as an educator, if you're listening, educators, please uh, I submit to you, please do all that you can to educate yourself on on the conditions or, of your child. Uh, become familiar with the American Disabilities Act, all those things that uh, are related to uh, disabilities, whether it's a child or an adult. Um, if you're a caregiver of an adult person with a disability, it's important that you just know your rights, know what they're entitled to, know your role as a caregiver, the parent, caretaker, whatever your title may be, spouse, uh, know, know your role, uh, know what you are legally responsible for doing and what you, you know, there, there's a fine line that, you know, so you just have to take it and, and, and stay abreast on the things that you are supposed to be doing. Um, now, your book, the, the affirmation book, what is the inspiration behind the title of that particular book? Mm, the, the um, like I spoke, like I said earlier, I knew Twala that if I would uh, break down and wouldn't use affirmations and wouldn't think positive thoughts, I would generally just go down the tube. I I I really believe that. So I just had to stay positive. In fact, the book should have been 365 days of affirmations and prayers. Because I couldn't let one day get in the way of me yeah. being prayerful and using affirmations. I'm gonna be honest with you. I couldn't. Yeah. I could not just let one day. You know how life has a way of uh, uh, bringing you down. Uh, it's not one thing; it's another, as they say. It's a true saying. So I just really stayed positive with everything, with raising my child, with my marriage, with my eating habits with or with uh, just all of the above. I totally agree with you on that. Uh, you know, when you're going through a tragedy event of any kind, I don't care what it is, whether it's with a disabled child or not, any type of tragedy that you are experiencing, um, you know, each day can be very difficult to deal with. The challenges uh, that you're going to deal with, the stress that you're going to deal with, and so when you have a tool that you can use um, that, that reminds you, gives you a daily reminder to say something positive, you know, we say all the time there's power in your words, but do we really believe there's power in your words? You know, um, I, I, I love affirmations, you know, uh, that's one of the reasons why I wrote my book as well, you know, just dealing with that tragic event. And so saying affirmations, uh, Jackie, I know, I know how you felt. And I know how the affirmations help. Um, I can say that, you know, honestly, I don't know how some days I can make it through if I don't use affirmations to say something positive. Because, you know, a lot of times when you're seeing things through your natural eyes, man, I tell you, you can see a lot of doom and gloom when you're going through. And so you have to learn how to use your words to help you uh, see through your spiritual eyes, and so uh, I, I think that is awesome what you just stated. 
not only swallow that I said them, I felt them. I just knew if I had a bad day or a bad week or a bad month, I didn't, um, what's the word I want to use? I didn't, I didn't, I can't think of the word. I want to say it's a common word, but I just want to say I just moved forward. I just stayed positive. I just said that day is behind me. Things will get better. I just kept, and I would tell yeah. any parent, just keep saying things will get better. Don't uh, keep going backwards. Don't look backwards. Just look forward, and things will get better. Yes, that is so true. This too shall pass. It helps you keep your perspective when you're going through. Amen to that. Now, um, I know as a writer, there can be some difficult challenges that we face. So let's talk about one of the most difficult challenges that you face as a writer. Well, one of the most difficult challenges I faced as a writer, I had never written anything to be published before. I hadn't even written, I haven't even written an article and tried to put it in the newspaper. So mm-hmm. it was a challenge <laughs> because, I, you know, as just being a human being, people don't want to be criticized. And yeah. I had a critical mind thinking, well, if I write this, it is not right. What people gonna say? If that isn't right, what people gonna say? Um, so what I had to do is I had to just I just put that behind me, and I just thought about the parents in my position. As parents in my position, they are gonna see through that. They're not gonna look for if things are grammatically wrong or not in the right context or format. I'm just gonna tell my story and try to help parents and the right parents. You know how they say God has this, they have this saying, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Yes, yes. If I'm giving, if I'm giving parents and caregivers some things that I think can save them a lot of heartache and pain, I had to put this, I had to put aside my critical thinking of what people are going to see. I've never written a book to be published or anything like that. I just right, put that right. on the burner. And I'm just now trying to, what I'm doing now is just trying to promote and get my message across to parents living with disabled children that they can get help and their life will get better and their children's life will get better. So that's how I overcame it. Amen. And now I would say so those are some things that motivate you to keep writing then, right? Just being able that's to right. offer that encouragement. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. There, there you go. That's it. So um, that was one of my next questions, but you just answered it. Uh, what are some things that motivate you to keep writing? Mm-hmm. Yep. Just I know, I, I, I know they have parents out there that would like to see a story or a family such as you and I, that kept ourselves yes. strong. Yes. And we need to let them know that they need to stay strong and be encouraged and stay positive and just do the best that they can do and don't give Amen. up. So yeah. their child is entitled to them being a good, a, the best advocate that they can be. Their child needs them. Amen. That is so true. Now let's talk about some of your favorite authors. Who are some authors that inspire you on your writing journey? 
Well, I'm doing self-help books. I I I really I really didn't have a specific author that inspired me. Mm-hmm. My favorite author, I think, would be uh, Alex Haley. Ah, I've seen okay. Ruth in eighth grade, which many years ago, I don't want to tell my age too, but I was in eighth grade in Ruth's <laughs> house. And I, <laughs> I was inspired by him, and I think, he re- I think he wrote the autobiography of Malcolm X, with Malcolm X, before he died. So I would say Alex Haley was my, the most inspiring author to me as of now. <laughs> okay. Well, Alex Haley is an awesome writer. I mean, you know, I mean, <laughs> he took a novel and uh, they turned it into a movie. I mean, it still, that, you know, sits on oh, yeah. the lips of people to this day. And so an mm-hmm. amazing, right. phenomenal writer. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so I think that's a great choice. Um, now, I know there may be some other things that you do, Miss Jackie, that does not include reading and writing. And so what are some other things that you like to do in your spare time that that just doesn't include writing. You know, when you just want some downtime, some me time, what do you like to do? Oh, when I just want some downtime, I just sit down and uh, look at comedy shows or I sit down and, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> mainly you're going to always see me reading something or listening to <laughs> something that's teaching me something. I'm going to be honest with you. That's about it. And um, I'm out here in Louisiana. My husband and I, we work in the garden, work in the garden. Sometimes I like oh. to plant flowers and vegetables. Yeah. And uh, he's a self-made carpenter, so sometimes I help him do a little uh, carpentry, light carpentry work. But I'm mainly yeah. just relaxing. Uh, I'm mainly just relaxing and learning stuff. I like to learn different things. I like to uh, study history. Uh, I've been, in my third time, I like to study black history. And music, I sit down and I listen to uh, contemporary music. I like music, different types of music. So that's one of my favorite pastimes, uh, listening to music. And comedy, I like comedy. So comedy keeps you, keep your heart flowing, you know, comedy. I like, to, I like yes, comedy. Yes, it does. It does. A good laugh, I tell you, it does body good. You know, what's the saying? Laugh yep. is good for the soul. <laughs> I right. truly do believe that. Yes, I do. Um, now, I know that uh, you've come in contact with uh, many moms, dads, caregivers of those with disabled children, and maybe they, too, have a story that they want to tell. Maybe they have a testimony that they want to talk about and write about to, uh, you know, to, to do the same thing that we're doing, to just help somebody else, you know, because I believe that no matter what situation you go through, there could be a hundred people that have gone through the exact same situation, but they have their own individual audiences. There's somebody waiting to hear from that individual. So what words of inspiration and motivation can you share with others who may be inspiring to become an author? Um, well, I would tell them, like we touched upon earlier, Twala, um, they need to realize you don't have to know every word in the dictionary to write a book. You don't have to know every phrase or every whatever. I'm not looking for. I'm looking for the right word, but I can't find it at the time. If you have a message that you think can help somebody, 
Don't hold it. Don't hold it in. Get out there and share it. Do like we did. We're trying to reach. I'm trying to reach people that really need my help. I'm trying to make. What I'm trying to do is reach out and touch somebody. I'm trying to make. While I'm on this planet, I'm trying to make the world a better place to live. And by doing that, by by sharing an adversity that God has brought me through and lifted me up, yes. and I'm still here with my sanity. I'm still here found in my, in my right mind. I'm still here being a witness to people that you can come through hard trials and tribulations in your life. And I know it's, 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 some, it's some parents and not even parents, anybody that has been through something, they want to tell, they want to help people, but they are fearful. So don't don't let don't let your background hold you back. Yes, Amen. get up and tell your story and help other people. People will no, thank you. I like you that for you it. have a willing heart. Yes, they will, and you have a willing heart to be able to tell your story. And, and you know, you you don't want to be silent. And uh, I I feel that being silent hinders your growth because if you're silent. You're not going to uh, get the opportunities to meet those people, one, that need to hear your testimony. Two, just so you can connect with those who've gone through the same things that you have. I think you can learn from, you know, each other. So uh, right, with that right. being said, what do you have any upcoming events that you would like to share with everyone? Are you going to be speaking anywhere? Or do you have any book signings anywhere that's coming up? Actually, I'm sitting down uh, and writing a, a webinar. I'm, I'm, I'm in the process of working on a webinar and a course for parents. Uh, I'm in the process, and in the next few months, I think I should have that uh, available to help parents. Amen. So Amen. Listen to my, listen to the stories, the chapters in the book that I wrote, the one fighting for my child's life. It'll be on the chapters that I wrote in the book twall on how to be an advocate for the child. It'll be on. It'll be. A, the chat. I'm in the process of doing that. Amen. That's awesome. I'm glad you mentioned that. There are so many times authors write books and then they just stop. So you wrote a book. So what? What are you going to do with that information? What are you going to do with all that download that God put into you to put out to his people? So I love when authors say, because I do this, I love when authors say, hey, I got a class coming up. I've taught several classes from my books. Um, um, uh, just like you, working on some things to do some classes through Facebook um, live training. And so I love that you said that. Um, I think it's going to be awesome. I know it will be a huge success, for one, because you have the heart to go out there and tell your story. You want to encourage and inspire others who are going through the same thing, um, you know, same things that you have. So uh, thank you for doing that, and, and keep me posted as well. You know, when you get ready to do your webinar, uh, please, you know, keep me posted on that so we can get the word out there and help you spread the words for those who are out there that need your assistance, you know, so they can yes, chime in as really well. Will. Yes, ma'am. Awesome. I certainly, I most yeah. certainly will, Swallow. Now, let the, let the listeners know how they can connect with you and how they can uh, purchase your books. Okay. Um, I would be happy if they follow me on uh, my business page or my personal page. 
is Jacqueline Levy at Your Parent Advocate. That's Jacqueline Levy at Your Parent Advocate. And you can find my book on uh, my website at www.yourparentadvocate.com, www.yourparentadvocate.com. Okay, that is great. All right, listeners, you heard it from Ms. Jacqueline Levy. She's um, written books to help parents just advocate for their children with special needs. Uh, if you're stuck and you just really don't know what to do, uh, she's she's got the got the tools. She's given strategies and and tips and pointers on how to deal with the school system, how to deal with stress. And in her book, Ninety Days of Affirmations and Prayer, uh, she she gives you know consistent positive reminders, daily positive reminders to help you deal with the challenges that are faced by parents with special needs children to just help them shift their focus and reprogram their thinking. You know, I think it's uh, uh, sometimes we just have to do that. Sometimes when we're going through and we can't see the forest or the trees, you got to shift your focus and reprogram your thinking. And so she has done that and uh, ways to contact her to purchase her book. Her website is www.yourparentadvocate.com. That's www.yourparentadvocate.com. Now, Ms. Jack, we are down to our bonus question for the evening, our last question. I want you to tell the listeners, what does the word conqueror mean to you? Oh, the word conqueror. That's that's an easy one for me. Honestly, it is. Uh, Conqueror is like... uh, I would say a person like me and you, if we have been through uh, a strong uh, adversity in our life and we are still here to talk about it and try to encourage other people, that means we are conquered over it. We didn't let it conquer us. We are we are a conqueror over it. So I think that's what a, that's what a conqueror means to me. Amen. Somebody that adversity get the best of them. They get on top of the uh, adversity. Amen. Uh, before we go any further, I want to remind our listeners um, that the lines are open now. So if you are listener listening uh, via the Internet, I need you to please dial in at 657-383-0898. If you have a question or a comment or if you would like to speak with our author or, or speak with me, please dial in right now. Our number to dial in is 657-383-0898. Uh, Ms. Jackley, um, again, uh, I want to um, to encourage you to just keep on keeping on. You know, I think a lot of times parents um, they 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 get so bogged down with the stress of taking care of their loved one that they forget the importance of taking care of themselves. Uh, so I just right. want you to touch really briefly about. Um, your view on how important it is for self-care and for for those mothers to take care of themselves, mothers and fathers to take care of themselves. Um, well, I had to. What I had to do, uh, Twala, was I had to uh, realize, and I had confront. I had to confront the the problem with, if I'm not healthy, and if I'm not uh-huh. here to take care of myself, always thought. What's going to happen? So I had to take care of myself. It wasn't an option. 
I had to keep myself healthy. It wasn't easy. It was not easy. I know what a parent is going through with a child with a disability. It takes up everything because you want the best for your child, you want the best for your family, and just as you said before, you forget to take care of yourself sometimes. But um, it was my main thing. I had to... I had to, I had to confront and take into account what was going to happen if I wasn't healthy. Hey man, hey, I, I'm I'm walking in those shoes. I tell you, so I totally understand. I just want to say thank you. Uh, this has been an amazing testament of hope and healing, um, Arthur Jackley. I just want to thank you again for just you know just sharing your heart and your journey with our listeners this evening. And I want to personally just encourage you to keep pressing forward as you make an impact in the kingdom of God, just being able to educate, empower, and enlighten. That's our model with Broken Wings, educate, empower, and enlighten. You know, doing that, keep teaching, keep inspiring those that come in contact with you, keep motivating those that are advocating for their child with special needs, and, you know, just encourage them to continue to just, you know, love on their loved ones and at the same time, you know, um, research and educate themselves on how to be the best advocate that they can be. So we just want to say thank you so much for coming on the show this evening. And I want to say uh, I want to say thank you, too. And before, I would be remiss not to uh, say something before I get off. You know, your uh, title, Broken Wings, is just uh, really an emotional an emotional title for me, it really is. When I think about my daughter, it, it really is an emotional title for me. So I thank you for this amazing opportunity, and may God bless you. Thank you so much, and may God bless you as well. Okay, everyone, that is our show for this evening. Thank you so much for listening to the Conqueror's Cafe show. Be sure to visit com and check out our resources, our prior shows, as well as our bonus content. And while you're there, do not forget to subscribe to our website so you can stay updated on all the great things that we're doing. We truly enjoyed you all this evening. We had an amazing guest. We want to say thank you again to author Jacqueline Levy for just her amazing testimony. And don't forget to join us right here, guys, every Sunday evening at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time for an amazing testimonies of hope and healing. And as we close, I want you to remember, we all know that life can sometimes present a series of events that can lead us down certain paths in life that can lead to discouragement, frustration, and even sometimes destruction. We must remember that it is our relationship with God that sustains us. When we reach our limit and we just want to quit on this journey and throw in the towel, you can do two things. You can stand firm, dig deep, and keep persevering, or you can turn back to those familiar things that were never good. Remember, the choice that you make has the power to alter the course of your destiny for the rest of your life. Have an amazing week, and remember to keep making the impossible possible by spreading your own broken wings as you continue to soar by the power of God, transforming your tragedy into empowering moments. Until next time, I'm your host, Twyla Reed, your Tragedy to Strategy Mentor. For speaking engagements or consultations, please email me at info at 
And if you have a testimony for hope and healing that you would like to share with the world, let's connect. Good night. Take care. May God bless you and heaven smile upon you. a little bit, y'all.
is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.